Welcome to another episode of the Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm very pleased to have Marlon with me. Hi. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about the Great Eastern Temple and uh, how, Jap- uh, how Buddhists came to be in uh, Japan and how much of an impact that happened to the art culture. We're also going to talk about the Chicago Art Institution, the doctrine in uh, Buddhism, and uh, some other stuff like uh, Monk Dojin and also um, Amid meditating through five kalpas. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, with the introduction of uh, Buddhism in Japan, it resulted in like a bunch of creations of paintings, sculptures, temples, and sorry uh and like a bunch of like achievements in in art sorry uh now we're back um there was a little interruption um in early buddhism there was a basic doctrine and the doctrine had like four noble truths basics uh in buddhism and they are existence is suffering suffering has a cause namely craving and attachment there is a cessation of suffering, which is nirvana, and there is a path to the cessation of suffering. The basic teachings of Buddhism, which has uh, a core to Buddhism, is the three universal truths, the core noble truths, and a noble eightfold path. So with uh, Buddhism being widespread and introducing like most of japan uh like i said before it introduced a a lot of like paintings sculptures and temples which were shown in one of the things that we're going to talk about which is the chicago art museum yeah so um in the chicago art museum it's one of the greatest art museums in the world it's in downtown chicago and it's open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on certain days. And uh, in here, they have a, a load of selection of sculptures, paintings from different time periods that, from all around the world. And uh, here you can find a collection from the Buddhism temple of, to- of Tohaji. Uh, and here... This this part of the museum was opened back in 1986, which showed a a variety of artworks in it from the 18th century. And also a a lot of a lot of a lot of sculptures, a lot. But the one thing that they always included was a catalog. And And this catalog, it helped us the viewers that just went in there to see the painting to see the paintings to see the sculptures to understand it and what they what they were trying to imply when they when they made the sculptures and the paintings yeah like um uh, the chicago art museum they had something for the great eastern temple and they had a catalog there which uh, we try to do some research or research about but we couldn't really find anything about it uh, when I try to look for the catalog, um, it, it, it was something that I could buy, so I couldn't really look that much into it. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing we could find was just pictures on 
all the sculptures and that's it in the in in the sculpture of amita meditating through the five kalpas amita is represented as a god because these people thought of amita he wasn't an actual god in, in in mythology but he was treated as one and all the sculptures that they made of him represented compassionate and the wise that amita could offer these people And next is uh, Dojin. Dojin uh, was a Japanese Buddhist. He was a writer, poet, philosopher, um, a priest, and he was the founder of the School of Zen in Japan. Uh, he was a monk uh, teaching in uh, Tendai School in uh, Kyoto. And he was like dissatisfied of how they taught things there. So he he traveled to China to try to seek out a more authentic Buddhism. And from there he got, you know, he, he practiced and he learned for many years. And um, generally he, he just got famous from that. And like his most famous work is the collection of 95 essays uh, called uh, Shobo Genzo. Um, and there, it's just a collection of his talks, poetry, and commentaries. And that's how he got really famous for his teachings and his 95 essay. Now we're going to continue to the case study. Um, here it says, to help American viewers appreciate its 1986 exhibit of Japan Buddhism art from Todaji, uh, the Chicago Art Institution produced a catalog called the Great Eastern Temple, which explained the religious views of the period. Could someone ignorant of Buddhism understand these works without the catalog? Uh, I feel like unless you have, well, if it's someone ignorant, I don't think without the catalog, they would understand uh, the works of art and the religious beliefs at the time unless they were interested and you know already had some some if, like if these people had like if they they came into the if they came into the museum like already knowledgeable of it then yeah they wouldn't really need the catalog the catalog to understand uh, these works but if you're just going in there blindly i don't think you're going to be able to understand it all right So the next question is, so could someone who knows that a sculpture is entitled Amida meditating through five kalpas understand the work without knowing the significance of meditation in Buddhism doctrine? Um, I don't think so, because meditation for these people was very important because in, in, in the title of Amida meditating through five kalpas, the kalpas is a long period of time which for them it's it's something the, the meditating part is like with wisdom from these people and uh things like that like yeah the doctrine yeah. um you know the do doctrine has four noble truths like we said before and they, they just uh 
for Buddhism, they they believe in this and they study this, and they saw uh, Amid as a you know a religious figure as a god. Yeah, the, these people mainly care more about the the afterlife more than anything because they find that existence is suffering and it, it says it in the doctrine like living right now is just not as as worthy as the afterlife for them. And for the last question, uh, could one be fully aware of the realism of the 13th century sculpture of monk Dojin if one were ignorant of the fact that the sculpture depicts a 13th century monk who supervised the rebuilding of Tojad? Um, the sculpture of monk Dojin, if it was someone who was ignorant, um, I feel like they wouldn't um find it as as like they're fully aware of the realism of the sculpture um without having any knowledge uh when you look at the sculpture it seems like it's a it's something that's it just depicts a monk um and I don't think any, anyone would have any real meaning to it unless they had any information on it. I want to okay. thank you for joining us so much today, uh, Kevin. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious.